I want to take a quick second and talk about how you can support our show. I believe this is the most honest way that I can connect with you, the listener, and put it in front of everyone. You can support our show for as little as 99 cents a month. We release four podcasts a month, all at an average length of about an hour. That means you are supporting us at just 25 cents an hour. That's a, that's cheaper than the dollar menu. I think it's safe to say that we provide more value than that. And if you learn anything from our content, please consider becoming a supporter today with the link in the description of any episode or on the website at feedingcuriosity.net. And with that, thanks for listening and please enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Feeding Curiosity. I'm your host, Eric Wenzel, as always. And in today's episode, we are joined by Tim Fisher and Mike O'Malley. These guys were my senior design partners for the senior design capstone course at Northern Illinois University. We basically had eight months to create a project and make a working prototype within that time period. And so these guys basically became my, you know, go-to people for the duration of the project. And instead of just turning into, you know, these are just my group members, and then we go our separate ways when we're done, because of our dynamic, we really developed a friendship with our group and we wound up actually um having a few beers after the project was said and done with our presentation and things like that and i asked them prior to even that if they would be interested in doing the podcast since i pretty much tell everybody i do this and they were really forthcoming and said sure why not let's do it and they actually came out here by me after uh, you know school was over to do it and so now both of them have graduated since the recording and so congratulations to them and i just wanted to get their experiences of college and what it was like for them to do senior design and all sorts of stuff like that it was just a really fun conversation and at the end of the day i could say they're now friends and i hope they succeed in wherever directions they decide to go and i think you'll get a pretty good uh handle on the kind of people these guys are and it's pretty cool to just kind of collect these stories so with that, everyone, please enjoy my conversation with Tim Fisher and Mike O'Malley. Welcome to another episode. I'm joined by Thank you. Mike O'Malley and Tim Fisher. Uh-huh. And A.K.A. Tapman. Tapman, yeah, right. Uh, go ahead and say your guys' names so people can figure uh, out your voice. I'm voices. Tim Fisher. Uh, I'm Mike O'Malley. All right. And then whoever wants to do your bio thing, like wh- whatever you guys do or something All right. like that. Well, I'll start. So, Mike, that's me. Um... <laughs> I'm a manufacturing engineering major. I am graduating this semester in a couple days, so that is awesome. Woo! Yeah. I currently work as a design Great. engineer, and uh, I like to do 3D modeling and SolidWorks stuff on the computer. That's my life. <laughs> I'm Tim. Um, graduating too. I just finished my last final Wednesday. It was fucking amazing. I feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> Passed it. <laughs> I hope. Well, well, yeah. On Wednesday, yes, because I got the grades. But there's okay, two cool. other ones that I haven't yeah. got grades for yet. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, I work for Hydac Technologies in Glendale Heights. Mm. I did an internship, and I'm doing that. Uh, I'll be starting Monday. Awesome. So I took off this week, so I took a nice long nap today. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, instead um, of having to go to work or something. <laughs> yeah, that was, very, that was a good idea that I did that. Um, but yeah, just doing that, seeing what I like, and Go engineering is kind of yeah, so, always been my thing. So, so kind of give excited. step back a little bit. Is So both of these guys were my senior design team, basically, yep. um, for the last, like, eight months that we've been working on this project. Yeah. Um, so we've wrapped up the project, and I just wanted to get them on the podcast to talk about the project, school for them, and, you know, where life's going since, like they said, they're both graduating. And I thought... Uh, it was kind of cool for us, I think, as a team. Like we went, we didn't really have like a dynamic that it felt like any other team had, 
where mm-hmm. I wound up, you know, like, it was kind of my project, but it didn't feel like anyone owned it. Like, it, it, we had our own no, dynamic. And and we, I think, yeah, there's a lot of groups that were having conflict and stuff like that, and I don't think... I think we worked well together. Yeah, we just kind of no, all like, had our own yeah. like niche that we filled, and there was no. We just kind of like be here on time and yeah. show up. Like it Do didn't shit. And yeah, it didn't feel like anyone had to like step in and be like babying someone. Yeah, yeah. Like I was thinking no, about like that, that like yeah. after the fact. Yeah, you get like that, that a lot in groups. Like people are just not. If or you're like on top of them, they're not doing their shit. Yeah. So it was good with you guys. Everyone. Or like, um, it felt did like what they needed to do. We didn't have to like. Like, we were always, like, we had our own, like, separate segments of things that we were working on. Like, it, it just kind of, like, fell yeah. out of it, and we just didn't, I don't know, it was, it was an interesting dynamic. And because there's, like, always that one person that wants to be the leader and yeah. tries too hard to be the leader. Yeah, I don't think we had. I don't think we needed right. to try yeah, that. There was certain things that each each person took the lead on, certain yeah. things, but I don't think we had a designated leader for it. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if that helped us or hindered us, but we did good, and yeah. I'm happy So the one thing I will say, though, is driving home after our presentation... I was seething by the end of it because that one hour drive just I just sat there and was stewing about you, uh, like why we didn't get placed. I was over it. I, I ended like up. well, it bothered me. It was only because I didn't have anything else to think about. Yeah. Like because school was over. Yeah, right. So I was a little I was a little annoyed that we weren't like one or two. And then I kind of like talked about it like to my dad and stuff like mm-hmm. afterwards the next day because I was like, oh, it sucks. But you know, we we did our project and I. I I think it was it, from what our from our own like perspective of the project, or at least the way I've I've like view it is we created something from nothing, where yeah. most groups kind of built off of something. And I think we were the only one that really had the application in the real world for it. Right, and which I which I thought was interesting in in its own right for us being an applied engineering field mm-hmm. where it should be applicative, right? Yeah, where it should, but which was is interesting too about the like other engineering, the actual like quote unquote hardcore engineers, uh-huh. the EEs and the MEs. A lot of their projects were not very, like, cross-disciplinary kind of things. Yeah, they, I, they, I didn't really see uh, many of their projects. Yeah, I remember but, seeing the Walker thing. I just kind Walker of, like, thing, used the names then, and stuff. But um, it seemed very, um, almost, like, research-oriented. Less, definitely. like, less like think, application. Well, yeah, because I think their uh, degree is way more on the theory Absolutely. and that stuff. And yeah. we're way more implied. That's kind of why I picked it, too. Right, yeah, like so if you guys want to talk about that. Something with uh, their groups, I noticed, the electrical majors and the mechanical majors, yeah. is that they were a group of solely one major while we were a group of, you're electrical, I'm mechanical, Tim's also mechanical. Right, which I thought was, I think that's more important. I, I think I like that, yeah, having that mix. Because you, I think you, because you're never going to be like a team unless you make your own company, obviously. But you're you, not going to have the same engineers on your yeah. team. It's going to have the specialty, that kind right. of stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I think too the, the the funny thing, like when we were doing, when I was doing like my 200 level, 300 level classes at NIU, the one professor I had, he talked about how he was an electrical, and his friend I was I think was software, mm-hmm. and they wound up getting opposite jobs. Really? Yeah. They after they graduated. Software. Yeah. That's, so it's, that's a cool thing about engineering, though. That's what I like too. It's it's very broad. You can jump right. into different avenues. It's not yeah. you're stuck into one little hallway, and that's it. I like that a lot. Yeah. I, I actually wanted you to talk about your TA experience because I think that really gave right. us an edge in Huge. our in Huge our project edge. alone, and I think it just shows a lot of like your own initiative, like because you really enjoy like creating stuff like because you were able to do a lot of our project just by eyeballing it which, <laughs> which sounds funny as an engineering thing but that's like a huge skill because a lot of people i think have issues where it's like taking it from theoretical and actually just being able to do it 
Yeah, so being a teaching assistant, I work mostly in the machine shop, which is like, you know, just lathe work and mill work. Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit of CNC experience, uh, not so much for our project. A lot of one-off parts, it's easier just to uh, just cut know, it. go with your gut, <laughs> go for it, and yeah. uh, it. make your own prototypes. So, um, yeah, being a TA isn't too hard in itself, but getting access to the shop and uh, helping people out in their free time in the shop is really what helps you become more skilled i would say absolutely you don't learn too much just from you know classroom work like make this one part and then you're never gonna touch <laughs> well because i mean how, how much time do you really spend in class if you're and if you're like kind of okay at the class like you're gonna spend very little time in there right making it's a couple it. hours a week it's all you have on the machines yeah. and other than that you make your parts and you move on to a different class do different things and that's it but uh being a ta i was able to uh kind of hang out in the lab in all my free time anything that we needed done i could just uh you know, crank something out real quick that'll get the job done. Not necessarily the most precise or anything, but, you know, <laughs> rapid prototyping. It's all we're yeah. about here. <laughs> but, I mean, doing that, like, just having more time on, it's like going to the gym, right? Like, you can't expect to be, like, get in, fit in shape unless you put more time in the gym. Like, you don't go once a week and expect to have a six-pack. <laughs> right, well, well, I do kind of. <laughs> As we drink beer. <laughs> yeah, how did that, you start That one day is coming, I promise. How did you start the TA? It was like oh, yeah, that's a good question. I've never actually thought so, of that. Um, yeah, our, um, as you guys know, we Charlie is our uh, machine shop and welding lab guy. Mm -hmm. He's the instructor for that, and he's fairly new to the school. Mm -hmm. He used to teach at a community college nearby, with oh, okay. Community College, and then he moved over to NIU recently and started taking over classes slowly, and he's doing more and more each semester. Nice. Um, I was actually the last of the previous teacher as a student, and mm. when I was hired as a TA, it was by the other TAs. It was not by Charlie. So Charlie oh, had no nice. idea who I was. Oh, wow. So uh, I got a call one day <laughs> from uh, you know this guy I don't know saying, hey, I'm Charlie. I'm your new boss. <laughs> so that's how that went. That sounds um, like him. Make me it a coffee. It does sound like him. <laughs> yeah, make me some coffee. <laughs> so For those of you who don't know, there's usually a giant pot of coffee that's just inside the TA office. <laughs> Probably warm. Was it yeah, that cold? you don't know how to make the coffee? I don't know how to make coffee. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't make it. I don't drink it. Yeah, that's what I like was. to smell it. That's cool, but that's about as far as Yeah, coffee smells kind of nice. Awesome. That's fine. I love taste. <laughs> Yeah, so me, uh, me and another guy named Tim, not our Tim right here, but, uh, you know, different Tim. So me well, and different Tim. He might actually Tim. listen to this episode, so shout out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Tim. <laughs> so um, me and Tim were really Charlie's first TAs at NIU, so yeah. we kind of helped him get into it because we were around the machines more than he was, our specific machines. Um, yeah, just like I get him under the ropes and used right. to them. I'm assuming he's probably been exposed to most of them. He's had plenty of experience in his uh, career. He's worked at Caterpillar and a few other places as a machine, mm -hmm. uh, like director of different machines. They, or um, he worked at Mazak too. I remember he was saying that. Yeah. I think right after college he worked there. That's but cool. uh, coming to NIU, he didn't have too much experience there. He was a graduate himself, but again, he just has those two hours a week with the machines, and that was <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So. Um, me and Tim kind of helped him build his coursework. Uh, now me and Tim are both leaving, so Charlie is kind of. He's got to find a new, a, a new, a new uh, second lieutenant. Is he so sad? Does he you guys are going. 
Oh yeah, he's he's definitely a little worked up about well, it. Tim, is Tim graduating too? Tim's graduating next semester. Next semester. Yeah, he's so in he's, four, he's in four seventy seven. So okay. the first part of oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's so he's, he's got one more semester. So anyone uh, out there going to NIU needs a job. Look into the machining. Yeah, yeah. Charlie's uh, a cool teacher too. He's a really cool guy. And I, I think I think you learn a lot, especially for you guys, like as in manufacturing engineers. Like you guys really need machine time, at least understand how these things are made. Definitely. Because like, like you have I, to have a full knowledge. Like I can understand where people who are like, well, I just want to be a designer and like do CAD work or something, right? But I think being able to do that next level of it and be like, okay, here's like here's like the technical drawing and here's the real part and all the things you have to kind of take account for mm-hmm. to really do it because like, you're getting into the CNC stuff now more right. heavily, which I think is really where your skills start to develop because doing manual work isn't real unless you're doing like prototyping like you're saying, right. isn't going to be yeah, like your job really doing, unless you go to like machining. an actual, you know, machine shop that that's what you do <laughs> it seems like a lot these days um people going to school for cnc programming or something like that mm-hmm. a manual mill or a manual lathe just gives you the experience of how do tools move around parts and ah, okay how can you program to make that happen so yeah. you don't have any crashes you don't want uh you can make your your mill your end mill start wherever you want right but getting there is you know kind of important you don't want to just go through walls you can't go through trucks you can't go through <laughs> yeah. tables right so. you don't want to damage the equipment because of how you set it up <laughs> right. so just seeing how a mill actually functions is yeah. really important that's probably the most important thing about manual mm-hmm. work is just getting a feel for how a part is made mm-hmm. yeah that's I, really cool i think that helped too because we took the manual machining class before the cnc yeah. class so that helped you had this broad understanding of how everything works like you were saying how it spins and how it works that's awesome so that helped definitely in coding it when you got to cnc yeah. so like this is this is really cool for it's me helpful. because i come from the electrical world so we don't really yeah. have a lot of physical parts like our, our biggest part is like a little like semiconductor like dual line yeah. package mm-hmm. and it's mostly math and like you read a voltage off of it and it's like oh crap i'm not getting the right output fuck something's wrong like and then i gotta go find where one wire is in the wrong slot kind of thing mm-hmm. so for me to kind of come like with you guys and spend all that time in the machine shop and build this thing with the senior design project. It's almost like I got like a, a mini crash course, to crash in, course to it, yeah. in, in manufacturing engineering and mechanical in some way. And like, you know, tra- practicing welding, even though it was only right. like one day. Hey, that's the resume. That was that's so fun. cool. That's like fun. it was, yeah. was just Welding's cool fun. to get yeah. like, just experience it. Yeah. Like, cause I'm not going to really get a chance to be exposed with to it mm-hmm. unless I just get thrown at it at my job in yeah. the future for whatever reason or something. And that was just kind of cool to be like, Oh, I got to do that. And like, yeah. just see how it looks like and, you know, realize how bad visors can be versus a good visor and uh-huh. stuff like right. that. Um, yeah, those visors at school suck. I had to buy my own. Key. I had to buy the old one. Yeah. The auto yeah. It, so that's pretty cool. One. Like we, like the only welding I've ever done at work is this like thermocouple welding. And mm-hmm. it's just like two seconds where it's like a, just an electrode and you grab the end of the wire, twist it together and just go, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and so it just like makes a, a tiny glorified little. Glorified soldering. It, yeah. It just it makes a little tiny bead because it's the metal is two different types of metal. So mm-hmm. you just got to make it really hot. It's just a little tiny arc weld basically. But it, it's cool for me because I'm, since I work and then I'm like, I'm exposed to certain machines, but I don't ever really do fixturing because it's more cost effective to just outsource it and be like, here's our whole pattern or here's whatever we need made. And then when it just shows up, you know, two days later, whatever it takes for them to build it. So it's cool. It's just cool to have the experience and understand processes of how, oh, it's like, oh, that's how that's made. And then I can kind of just visualize things better. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's what's fun for me. <laughs> yeah, I think it helps in learning, too, just yeah. knowing that basic foundation and manual stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not using it, it's helpful. So then the other thing I want to ask you guys is we, we talked about this right before the or right after our presentations on last week. 
is you guys both were transfer students yourselves. Yes. And the interesting thing we both talked we all talked about is how we thought that going to community college was like an overall better experience than being at NIU I know, or at a four year university. Yeah, it's super Which weird. is counterintuitive. Yeah, and actually when I was doing a drug test for the for HIDAC when I was getting the, the internship, yeah. I was talking to this lady that was doing the eye vision test or something yeah. like that. Uh, it was like a whole physical kind of thing. Um, right, just so that And she was company. saying her son was in engineering some school in uh, downtown Chicago mm-hmm. and she was saying he was saying the same thing uh, that at his as community college wherever it was yeah you're saying the teaching way area. better yeah way better and i was like i had the same experience it's weird That's and then so you guys weird. are saying the same thing it right doesn't make sense though i don't know it, it doesn't make sense because everyone because when i so graduating high school for me it was like there wasn't a stigma kind of going to community college but it was kind of like it wasn't just it was easy just, out yeah exactly yeah. it was kind of like well you don't know where you're going or you're just yeah, I think don't want to spend money. Kind of a sting, but like, yeah. It was like minor going anywhere. Or it was like it was people like who were kind of doing yeah. technical degrees. And yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I was going to go to Harper regardless. Mm-hmm. But because of just money, yeah. basically. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just because of money. And that was the only option because, like, I was going to have to pay for school myself. So yeah. that way I could, you know, save up my own money and then pay for semesters yeah. on my own because it's, why pay four times it's as much? crazy. It's probably <laughs> more than four times. And, and you, well, like, regardless of that, is you cannot really work and go to a university. Not really. Like, well, you can-ish. Part-time, but not paying for it. So is the one who does. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so the one who does. I mean, it's because I've just been doing it for so long. Like, you're not really supposed to. Like, mm-hmm. Right, it is harder. It's, it's usually, yeah, summer jobs, that kind of yeah. stuff. Usually people aren't working in... Or you're doing more clubs or something yeah. like that. Like, extracurricular things. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the... Like, for me, that was, like, one of the big things that I, I noticed... Because I hadn't really met other people who had done community college outside of once I transitioned to NIU. And it was interesting to hear your guys' take. And it's weird, too. And on top In of that... engineering you're talking about? Yeah. Just, well, and engineering is weird, too. Because I don't know how many cla- like total like your guys' class were. But it was for the most part, until most of them graduated recently, it was like the same 12 of us. In all of our classes. Yep, that sounds about right. You know, and it so was we, around that, yeah. yeah, we kind of became like this cluster of friends, basically, because uh-huh. we just had the same core classes together every day in and day out. Mm-hmm. And professors would be like, "You guys are too friendly now." It's like, well, that's what happens when you. Yeah. And like two of those guys are actually going to come on the podcast later this cool. week, which is going to be cool because they're graduated now and we're you know nice. making friends outside of the, you know because of the college, which is cool. Um, but I don't know if there's any other like experiences you guys had that was like kind of not groundbreaking or anything like that, but just like worth mentioning that you think is worth uh, remembering. I don't know. At Northern? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was pretty, pretty basic. Yeah. It, I just, the teacher thing is really weird. I don't understand that. I don't understand it either. Yeah. I don't, I don't even have like any hypothesis of what that could be. Yeah. I don't know. But definitely I've had more t- better teachers at ECC. No, there's not all of them. There was some Right. I mean, there's, ones, there's always a hit and misses with there these was, things. There was a lot. I would say overall, like the my my experiences at NAU aren't negative, so Not to negative, speak. Yeah. It's just that certain parts of it just seem kind of I was like thinking curricul- the caliber of teachers would be better at a four year university, than right? At yeah, a community college. That's what you would think. Yeah. yeah, that's what you would think. So. Like it, it just I also kind of feels like you. I don't know if that's because I'm a commuter student myself. Is what it, it was like. Just felt kind of like I'm distant. Yeah, from I the felt professors. disconnected. Well, professors and the school. I didn't have yeah. like kind of that school spirit. I don't know because I was later on right. in life. Maybe that's it. But yeah, just because I was always commuting there, I didn't. Because you're that what? Like twenty? Like, you're twenty seven. Twenty twenty nine. Twenty nine. Oh, yeah, okay. Turned twenty nine July, so didn't have that kind of 
thing and like when we went to Fatty's that was like the first time I ever went out yeah down, that was the first time yeah, yeah. Like, I've never so been I really had a world. connection with it after your senior project yeah right. <laughs> senior project on your exiting out of the entire yeah, exactly program so. I think too like part of it is that the tech department is one of the smaller departments mm-hmm. on campus so it probably doesn't attract like definitely. the 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 highest caliber professor yeah definitely you know so like like they're good professors not to, not to bash anyone mm-hmm. but it doesn't it just doesn't get the, the fanfare that, like, say, the EEs and yeah, the MEs sure. get. Yeah. Because those are, like, the fancy, you know, they have the clean rooms and yeah. their AEB building and stuff like that, engineering building, for mm-hmm. those of you not initiated. And <laughs> we have an old-ass building. And yeah, we have, like, two We have two buildings nice. that are right next to each other, and they're, like, probably older than all of us. Still gym, still hall. Yeah, they're, they're old. <laughs> They're both built, I think, with the college. Yeah. Like in like the 1800s. So I remember in the machining lab, there was a picture. I don't know if it's still there, oh, but it's there. It was a picture of like, I, was it 70s or 60s? And literally all the bridge the ports, all the lays and uh, the same mills, picture? they looked exactly we have the same, same machines. Have, yeah. we, we do. Same machines. It was just like, hey, that, that, see, now someone old listening to this, if they even do, it would be like, yeah, America made Bridgeport. Yeah, I mean, that's good for the thing. It's just, it's Except, funny. Except, though, that. one problem is that all of our lays are not American made. Oh. And, um, <laughs> Yeah. Our bridge ports are bridge ports. The bridge right. ports, but yeah. the lathe portion the lathe, is not. Yeah. They're not bridge ports. They're not that quality. Yeah, that's funny. That's, it's funny mm-hmm. yeah, just seeing that. Like it's an old ass picture. That we're still working on the same stuff. But yeah, that's funny. Like yeah, I, it's different. I don't know. To me, it was it was the, uh, it, it was always weird to kind of come into a new school, when I, because you don't know anyone. Yeah. You know, and especially when you're a commuter, you're just like, it. It got to me like, I want to say it was the semester we did. 470, no, the semester before 477 for me was just like, I was like totally blah about like just coming to school. It just felt uh-huh. so like going through the motions kind of because since I work already. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know if you guys noticed this since you guys were both kind of working this last semester. Is it, the, it fe- school feels way different when you're like working. It, right. You know? Yeah. Especially, f- I, I think, for the for what I'm going for. For engineering, like, This yeah, is the first time right. I was working in actual engineering in school. That's what I mean. When you have something, like, based off yeah. what you're learning and, like, to your job. Yeah, definitely. It was completely different. Yeah, so, because I, I don't, go ahead and, like, add whatever you want to that. Because I think that's one of the things that people kind of miss out on. Because, like, I always try to, like, that's one of the things I try to add to my electrical people who would, were graduating and stuff. was, like, like, I understand you want to learn these, like, technical things that are, like, really bookish, right? But, like, you really don't need to worry about, you know, like, you could do 90% of it or mm-hmm. something, but you don't need to go to that, like, 99% for yeah. some of the mathy things and stuff like You're that. You're not going to use a lot of that stuff that you learn. It's good to have that knowledge, but um, applying stuff at work is a completely different game. Right. And that's why I think, like, internships, they aren't mandatory, but mm-hmm. I think you have to do that because I learned so much, even applying the knowledge that I was yeah. getting during school. If I didn't have any internships now, I would be, like, completely lost, not knowing, like, how to apply right. anything that I learned. It's a huge thing, especially working throughout school and in the summers. I think it's... it's yeah, so how many happen. internships did you do? I had, well, three summers, but I had okay. two of the same company and then gotcha. one with this HIDAC. So the one that's now hired yeah. you? And then, Mike, what did, did you have multiple internships? Um, I had one internship. Outside of your then, TAing, obviously. Yeah, in, TA is a little bit different, but yeah, mm-hmm. one internship at a company. Um, and then I actually just got a full-time job with that company the summer after, so... Oh, cool. That's right. Okay, now. so it just, like, transitioned perfectly for yes. you? That's awesome. I think I think when you can make it as seamless of a transition as possible it is really helpful. Yeah, it's nice. Because then you don't have to think about it or worry, yeah, right? Because, right. like, I have, I have friends of mine who are nurses and things like that, and they, they've now, you know... Nursing is one of the weirder degree things you kind of go into because 
part of your like schooling is you do clinicals, which right. is basically like an internship as a class. Mm-hmm. And so you have to go into a hospital and like leg- almost legitimately work. You're working there. It's like yeah. an internship. It's just call it something. It's just a class, though, <laughs> which I think is almost better in that sense. Because yeah, you have to have that because, applied knowledge of the right, stuff. Right. Because like I think if you like if you had like an engineering class that was just like you know machine like just call it machine shop or something, right? Whatever you want to call it, right. and you just work in the machine shop helping people do whatever or like making products for like it's partnered with a company or something, and they just always have high volume work. I think that would be, like, just a huge way to, like, get people used to adapting. To the, yeah, the <laughs> real world. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's different. There's there's stuff that they're the same, but there's also stuff that are different. And, yeah. Uh, applying things. This is, like, as long as you show up and you just put in the hours, you get the grade, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and th- that's why, like, I think just the TAing thing is yeah. kind of important when it comes to you, what you guys have done. It's just, like, spending, like, it, be, it was fun to kind of to see what you guys do down there as a TA. Because I don't never seen a TA do, like, what they do. Right, because they're mostly the only other TA experience I've had is a guy who sits in the classroom and looks uninterested for the two hours that we're in there and yeah, thank God I don't have to sit in classes at all. I was yeah. just in the lab the whole time. Right, so that's not bad. Like the, the TA was, we had, he had to just life. sit in the classroom and look uninterested and answer the, probably the same hundred questions every time every semester. What were kind of your labs that you took with electrical engineering? It's mostly just um, circuit design stuff. So that like, kind of circuit like design specific design. circuits. So like most of them, what I was doing were like. What were called op amps, so mm-hmm. it's single like ICs, like little dual inline packages. Were you up in the upstairs? Yeah, that, upstairs. Okay, still, I had one lab in that still hall. Or still, yeah, was that it's hall? where the old senior design yeah. building or lab was to the I left. Don't where that was? It's upstairs over by. Yeah, upstairs. Yeah, by the. It's yeah. in the same building we had our. Yeah, uh, that's where we had all the yeah all the electrical stuff for yeah. one of my electrical classes. We had a lab. And so there. it was in there, and they just have like a whole bunch of different resistors and yeah. breadboards and things okay. like that. And so that was mainly where you were for labs. That's all of our labs were either in that okay. room or like. On the other side of the hallway upstairs yeah. there. Okay. And, you know, we, we just had to do stuff like that. And it was just kind of like, for me, I, I had done most of it before mm-hmm. when I was at um, Harper. So it was kind of like relearning it for the most part mm-hmm. and just kind of getting, you know, paper signed off and proved that I could do it again and whatever. Like, it wasn't a big deal to me, but like... the it's always like that same little mistake. It's almost like coding where it's yeah. like you put a wire in the wrong spot and you're not going to get the right output. Yeah. Cause, cause like the, the, the way the checklist works is just like here, build the circuit. Now measure the output, verify that it w- is within whatever range and then like change something on it to yeah. do, you know, yeah, a little we, bit of a different output. We had the output. same kind of thing. It was just the basic. It was yeah. way, way ba- more basic than you, what you were doing. Right. Yeah. I remember it, the it's boards, like, yeah, it's just, to hook up some you're stuff just doing ser- serious like parallel res- mm-hmm. like circuits, stuff like that. Um, I wanted to ask too about you guys is, is the because we all we all had to take well now we will but before we didn't most well you guys it's requirement for PLCs right programmable logic right. controllers mm-hmm. so we have I about two classes in PLC yeah now there's two right I was opted out of that oh really yeah because uh, they're changing the curriculum so yeah they, right. they messed they, everything up they changed the first class that I took the beginner PLC class and yeah. they, like added to it and they were trying yeah. to make me take it again I'm like. I read the description. I'm like, this is the exact same class. I'm, like, yeah. I'm not taking this again. I'm not yeah. waiting. They because for some reason I couldn't take the second one. Or I don't know. It, I think they combined both of them. Yeah, maybe. that's why. They well, combined no, it, both it was... of them to one. So I had to take. The, I was about to take the second one, yeah. and then they wanted to bring me back to take the first. I'm like, I'm not doing this. So they let me. Yeah, because the what class, they did, was, or at least they told which us, the class I took it was like the last class they were going to do it with the old format. Yeah. And so basically, it was like the first class is going to just be bare, basic programming, mm-hmm. where you learn. 
the intro to digital logic and ladder logic yeah. and stuff, but you really don't go to the lab. Okay, yeah, my and class the, was both. And then the new class, yeah, exactly. And then the new the it's going to be like stage two, which allows you to learn all of the more advanced programming and stuff like that, where it's like really bare minimum. Don't worry about it if it makes noise. <laughs> Woo! We're, we're drinking beer. We're all we're all Cheers. over twenty one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cheers. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, to me, the, that was one of the weird ones for me is where you guys like kind of had your no, f- or at least certain people had zero framework when it came to the digital logic idea of it, like just right. zeros and ones and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, like it just felt weird as like, you know, anyone who's electrical had to go into it was like, you already had a way like different base knowledge of it. Yeah, that was the first time I was really interested. I knew about binary stuff like right, that. Right, you, you know, ladder logic, anything. I C uh, C plus plus was the only time I okay. first did coding. Yeah, but still, it was different. See, that, I think so. I think that's where part of it too gets lost because learning like hard coding isn't really useful for what we do. Mm-hmm. Like, what's more useful is learning digital logic and yeah. like ladder logic or. Yeah. Right. Even Python <laughs> would would give us more, uh-huh. and I'm not only saying that because that's how our project works, but <laughs> it's just easier. Yeah, to I work don't with. see me using C plus plus ever in my life. No, and I really hate that class. Yeah, really I got a B by the way. Very nice. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, I made it through. So even though I I co- contrary to popular belief, just because you're an engineer doesn't mean you like to code. That <laughs> is true. I don't like coding. I at hate all. coding. So Ladder logic is not that bad. Ladder logic is fantastic. It's really a I nice didn't like way love to... it, but it was so way. So can you guys explain it for anyone who? Because this is a really technical podcast that we I normally don't get to talk about. So yeah. if you want to just give like a Sparknotes version of ladder logic. All right. So um, <laughs> traditional coding is like C or Python, where you would type in like C in, C out. Yeah, like council these, commands. Like, uh, <laughs> actually typed out words like you're writing the code and ladder logic in, in a way writes the code for you you place pictures on lines mm-hmm. so there's different rungs it looks like a ladder the so top rung it goes it goes top down so top rung is executed first or unless you put everything in a loop but um so you put little pictures like the switch is open the switch is closed mm-hmm. something like that where it would be easy for someone to fix without knowing what you did. Yeah. So they can see the visuals of what's happening when the signal is being sent, uh, when timers start, when other counters start, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's a lot very, better in my intuitive. opinion. Yeah. It's pretty it's very intuitive. Coding. And so basically the, the the beauty of like ladder logic is basically how a lot of manufacturing processes or power, like plants are run off of yeah. to allow valve controls or because it's just filling. like on off stuff. It's yeah, nothing words. It's just timers. Like, like any timers, conveyor on off any stuff, conveyor yeah. belt system mm-hmm. works that way, um, and it's kind of con- it's it can be a little confusing when you first start working with it, but once you get like a handle of the basics, it's really powerful what you can do with it. Yeah, I was definitely <laughs> confused at the beginning. Yeah, and because it's, it's like, not. It's not that it's not intuitive. It's just a different way of thinking about things. Yeah, sometimes. and I because I had no understanding of it before. That was the first yeah. time I was thrown into it. So I definitely, but at, towards the end of the semester, I got it. It was it made sense. So yeah, it was definitely the best coding I did at school. For sure. <laughs> Something that differentiates uh, C plus plus and stuff like that is um, that's more of a visual readout like type thing mm-hmm. because it's really yeah. user oriented. Like you're inputting all these values and stuff and whatever. I don't know. What you write programs for? I don't remember. It was a while ago. It's mostly just math. <laughs> right. Like the way I explain it is, there's a lot of math that's get done behind it does the scene. Seem that way, yeah. It's like it's like your program does math for you, and yeah. then you you output something to the user, it, yeah. right? Like a, you know, like maybe a random number generator is an right. example of a or like a, problem like we rolling did. a dice, like but that kind of thing. Yeah, we something had a dice game. Logic. I remember that was one of the oh, yeah. yeah. 
the random dice game. That's what it was, not the random. Yeah, maybe. The, but, yeah, well, that's part yeah, of random it. dice gen, whatever. <laughs> so uh, that's not something that you would really use ladder logic for. You <clears> certainly <throat> could, and there's ways to do it. It's hard though. But it's yeah, ladder logic's no more idea. for input and output oriented things. Well, I guess like it, you mentioned yeah, earlier about it's like yeah, yeah controlling hardware. On, off, it's controlling hardware, whereas like right. standard programming is not hardware. No. Like easily translated hardware wise. Uh-huh. Um, so we're kind of biased because our major is focused like yeah, a- on these things. We're like, very technical based right. or applicative based, which I, I think that's what, I don't know, like because when I've I've heard from the other engineer groups and things like that is they've, the like the double E's have never like picked up a voltmeter or something like that, really, and measured a voltage. I don't know if you've I heard, heard that. that as a I've heard that with uh, uh, mechanical engineer. They have never like picked up a tool. They can go through school and not pick like up never, a tool. Yeah, like never, yeah. Never broke down an engine. Yeah, like something like that. It's like that seems crazy. You have to. Right. It seems I so counterintuitive to, to do me. that. Oh, yeah. Like as an engineer, right? As an engineer, yeah. <laughs> crazy. I don't. Like if don't you can't like actually physically do something, then yeah. what? What have you actually learned? Yeah, it's just all f- like um, like theory and stuff like yeah. that. It's that you have to go super high up in math and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and they don't have time for the application of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I, the, I guess w- the next question for you guys would be, so why the like tech emphasis? Because a lot of people, the way I, I kind of explain my degree is like the midway point, midway point between electrician and electrical engineer, mm-hmm. where you know just enough of, about theory yeah, and you good, know enough about how to actually do it that I can yeah. basically become the happy medium, Merge the generalist. The <laughs> yeah, I think that was the same. When I went to school, I was going uh, mechanical engineering and then I had the, what's the, orientation or whatever, and they were talking about this uh, manufacturing tech degree, yeah. they said how it was way more applied, all this kind of stuff, yeah. and it was more right hands-on. up my alley. Yeah, so that's why I was like, it was an easy switch. I was just like, I'd never heard of this before. Yeah. I want to work with tools and stuff like that. I like working with my hands, so yeah. it was just, I never heard about it before, but yeah, it's exactly like that. It's like uh, a mesh kind of, in certain ways, like with my work at Hydeck, it's like the machinist. And the engineers, it's like that midpoint. Yeah. So you know everything. I think that's sought after in, in yeah. careers and stuff like that. With some of the internship interviews I was doing, they were looking for my kind of degree. Really? Yeah, honestly. Because yeah. the people, because when I first started looking at the degree, what's interesting is like you can't really find the specific label that our, that's why like I know my that. degree yeah. comes with, but it's like it's so malleable. Like mm-hmm. with what your title translates into, it kind yeah. of depends on the company and whatever. Yeah, it depends like. on the company what they want to label it as. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, I'll be a manufacturing engineer, but yeah. there's other things that it could twist to if I work for another company. But. Right. Yeah, Tim mentioned his internship specifically asked for his degree. Mine was actually a similar experience. My really? um, my boss when I was in interviewing for this company, he said I could hire a NASA engineer and he would design a rocket for me and give me all the plans to make it. But it would never get made. Right. I want someone who can see the process in and then see the process out and make this thing mm-hmm. in house even. Right. And that's something that I like doing myself is hands on work. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure, I'll design this thing. I'll take it. I will test it myself. I will design this press, and then I will make sure it actually presses things. Right. Stuff like that. Like what was cool, like when you were explaining what your job does or your company does after the the presentation was really it was really interesting to actually like understand what you do now. And how like really applied and like how it kind of gave us an edge in our presentation even because you're able to take what you've been doing on your job and like because your company makes their own framings or whatever 
if I'm saying that right. Right, I did use a couple of quotes that I got yeah, so, at work so, during our project. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of cool, right? Like, we kind of were able to use real, like, life quoting to right. figure out how we could, you know, quote-unquote, turn this into a product to yeah. sell as a senior design product, you know? And I, I think, I thought that was just really fun to be able to see because, you know, going at that extra next level to it and be like, okay, we designed this thing and we did it. Here's things we can approve. Yay, right? But then we like took it to the next level of say, okay, here's like we we have like a one year ROI. How much would it cost? Here's if we get everything we made ourselves, take it a kit, and then mass produce it, or at least semi mass produce yeah, it. But I think that's how that's done in the real world. We did Absolutely. It exactly how it's done because if you're not doing that stuff, you can't you can't talk to the people that are making right. the decisions. You can't you talk to, to an executive that, that, yeah. you <laughs> and have say that knowledge how, of everything because you you could give this amazing presentation and be like, well, we did all these things and it does this and it does X and whatever and it's great. Yeah. But if you don't tell them how much it's going to cost yeah, them to implement it, yeah. they don't care. That's the huge. <laughs> yeah, you have to make it worthwhile for the company to do it. So I thought that I, th- I just thought that was really cool to be able to have those kind of things. Um, and I, I don't know, just as a random aside, is the fact of having no questions is still weird to me. Yeah, we get back on that. Um, <laughs> we got an A, by the way. Yeah. We got an A. We did get an A? Yes, I didn't, che- I didn't, che- did. I didn't check the grade. We got an A. So that, we should have got that an A. That being said, but out, of, out, of four, <laughs> out of four groups, we maybe got third? I don't know. Third or yeah, four. We didn't I'm going to say third because I want my, my ego's already bruised yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think we did well. I just I think if we went fully automated, if we really went that far, but I know there's time the constraints and money. It was mostly budget. budget. It was really budget because I, I you know after no, the talent and time, you need to spend five grand on this project exactly to get it done. Yeah, I, I I agree. I just think if we went all that way and there was like sensors or something like that, like how the other group had tons of yeah. sensors and stuff like, like if that, it turned like if we turned into our visual, would have yeah. they would have probably now, something us. that I did hear about the winning group is that they won because they had equations in their PowerPoint. Really? Now the equations that they were then were wrong. Right, like but, you're talking about the tilt angle and yeah, things like that. Yeah. I don't want to name names just out of respect and yeah, stuff like that, or what specifically? Because but yeah, whatever. they definitely that was had, interesting to me that yeah, the d- professors straight up said like they had equations. That's why they won. That's I crazy. I avoided adding specifically like, too much math. Thought it'd be boring, right? Yeah, because. You, <laughs> But I just feel in a presentation, because I was thinking of it as in a real world, world yeah. thing. Like you're presenting you're, to your bosses. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're not putting all your math kind of stuff up. I understand it's for school, but I was looking at it as setting us up for the future absolutely. and what you would do in the real well, world. Well, like I was viewing our team as if, say, we were a startup company, and we were like, all right, exactly. we're, we're a startup company that is going to make water ingress protection testing equipment, yeah. right? And we're going to build this thing, and we're going to attack this niche market, and we're going to make this thing way better That's and for a lower price. Too, yeah. And so our final presentation was, what's our sales pitch to get funded? Exactly. That's, that's, what, how, that's I, how I thought. That's, that's the way in I the thought real world. That's how it works. <laughs> like, how, how do I yeah, like going on Shark Tank? Yeah, exactly. Like almost like legitimately. Yeah. Like that's why I decided. They don't talk about the math in their presentation. No, because they don't like care about yeah, the math. Exactly. It's like how much? How can you as make long this? As long as you can show that it works, you show that it can make money. Yeah, that's kind of the main thing. Of it. Like that's why like, I made that little video. It. Like yeah. what? What is this, like an investor going to care about? Yeah. Does it do what it is going to do? Yeah. But don't waste their time. You know. Yeah. It, like I tried to. I literally summed up our, our project in fifty one seconds mm-hmm. in functionality wise. Yeah. Like, like it making was, that video was fun for me to be able to be like, all right, how do I encapsulate this in the shortest amount of time possible? The video was perfect. And then be able to. Uh, right. And I just thought it was like an extra little thing because what other group had a good video? No. Right. Like it was everything did, was there. Did anyone have uh, the the Newarkers? The they had a they had a video, but it was really 
home video ish. Yeah, it was like it wasn't definitely. like you know ours had the graphic on it and it transitioned mm-hmm. and it had ours labels. is more of a marketing video. I right, think. exactly. So that how was, you would market it to someone? Yeah, it's just so someone could literally just play that video and be like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, like that's it. That was it. It was just to be able to video demonstration. I don't know. I'm happy with our program. No, what to- we did. I'm totally we okay got with a, it. That was awesome. Yeah, but yeah, didn't win anything. Yeah, too bad. It's okay. It's it was a long year. day, man. <laughs> It was long. It was a crazy long day. Like after I, it's like Jesus. Like we were there from like ten a.m. to I just six uh, seven almost. The whatever the other uh, engineers were that were going from like you're eight right. To yeah, when we went to ending it. Oh God. Yeah. So the other the for context for those of you listening, there was the other two like the EE groups and the ME groups. They had like seventeen and eleven senior design I think groups. So yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. That's crazy. They start at 8 something in the morning and then they finish when we finish. They finish around, around 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock, yeah. And they have to sit through every single group. Oh, man. Can you imagine being that last group? Thank God it was not. Can you me. imagine? Like, you saw me, you were sitting next to me. I was like sitting there with yeah, my knee. <laughs> was... Yeah, we were the last of four and that was terrifying. Yeah. yeah. I don't like I don't like going last. And even our professors were totally like checked out after mm-hmm. three. I think so. I think Which is probably why we didn't get many questions, but yeah, I well, had I was kind of do with it. I was kind of looking around at the like I kind of look at the professors when I'm up there and like giving presentations and stuff. Yeah. And there's a few like Bidorf was he was he was pretty like engaged still pr- with the presentation and mm-hmm. stuff, nodding along. Right. Um, Pretending. Uh, yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Mills was Mills was nodding a little bit. He's he laughed when. Uh, we mentioned the safety features. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't see that. Yeah, he laughed and he laughed and he went over here and he was like, he pointed over at Hogan. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was pretty funny to see kind of like reactions out of professors because you don't normally get a reaction and I don't. I've, mm-hmm. Oh no, it might have been Tatara actually. Tatara. I think it was Tatara. Yeah, it might have been him. Mills was, yeah, Mills was in the front. The yeah, that's exactly. that was it. Yeah, he, I, that's ridiculous. He was talking at the beginning of our presentation. I'm like. What the are fuck? You, are he, you gonna, he talks. Yeah, exactly. Like he mm-hmm. talks during people's presentations. I, yeah. I've never had him, but yeah, I never had him. He seems like what does he thank teach? God. Yeah. What does he teach? Safety, safety stuff. Some safety that's about it. Yeah. Okay. Human factors. It was just, yeah, it was just oh, okay. disrespectful. Oh yeah, because a student he, was doing that during that time. I know he would probably bitch him out, and he's yeah. doing it. And I've seen him in other presentations doing it. So that's weird. It's unfortunate. I'm so happy it's over though. I know. Awesome. So what's next for you guys? Do you do you plan to just continue to work and join the real world, so to yeah, speak? Yeah, work just... and kind of find my niche because yeah. I'm still open. I still there's different avenues I want to go into engineering, right. but I just want to start working, getting experience, getting some stuff under me, yeah. and start moving up. See where That's that awesome. takes me. Yeah, yeah. I actually started working full time today. I told today you. was your first day. Yeah, yeah. well, full time. Yeah. I've been working whenever during yeah. the semester, like gotcha. 20, twenty some hours a week or whatever. Yeah. Oh, classes. you were just working, like, whatever hours, yeah. like, you could, basically? Yeah, basically, like, whenever I'm not at school, I'd be at work. Kind of mm-hmm. like how you were doing, just not as in-depth. Right, yeah. I don't do weekends or anything. I don't care right. that much. <laughs> but, uh... Hey, it's, it's, yeah. it's not easy, hey, what's so your, I don't, what's, I don't your, what's your title there? Um, I'm technically a design engineer, design but engineer. I do a lot of research and development okay. and product testing with the things that we get in. Okay. So nice. we do get some things from China that need to be tested, and we need to give feedback to the uh, Chinese manufacturers on how to make it better. Ah, uh, yeah. Give us a I've heard like a lot of issues. Okay. I've heard a lot of issues from like certain suppliers in China where quality is not. Oh yeah. Up to par. They're not. They're, that's not their first we, thing. We've that been they there. We've yeah. Been there, and we left them behind. Yeah. <laughs> so we're moving to um, a new supplier of a lot of things, and the supplier is supposedly much better. So really, still in China though. Yeah, still in China. We have uh, we have two lines of stuff. We have Chinese garbage, and we have American made <laughs> quality products. Yeah. So, right. So, but, but you spend you yeah. spend a lot more on those American made American made quality products are designed by 
us in house, mm-hmm. and that's really what I focus on. Cool. But also, we get this other, you know, the cheap stuff for the people out there who can't afford the American yeah. stuff yet. Maybe they're building up to it. So we have mm-hmm. this little cheap line of stuff. So whenever we get stuff in like that, like uh, Chinese products, we do have to test them. Right. And basically, some, like some sort of standard that you guys set. Right. Yeah, we have um, testing procedures like make sure it doesn't catch on fire. That would be a good one. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like that's that. important. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's cool. Like, and then go ahead. a little bit of data logging on really? the information to compare it to American made, just to uh, give you a okay comparison of what buy or something to look at. Yeah. Is there like reliability differences? Like reliability, like, not for, so much. For like lifespan of the products. No, the Chinese stuff it lasts. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We sell um sell a lot of vacuum ovens, which are like your oven at home, except right. it's not convection. So it's uh, you pull a vacuum on it. There's no air inside. Yeah. And the heat just radiates through the shelves, whatever. Yeah. But people that buy these, they run them twenty four seven for years. Wait, really? Yep. They Whoa. do not turn them off. That's crazy. I didn't know these, these are these full on production ovens, and they can go up to like seven point five cubic feet is our, our normal sizes, and mm-hmm. then bigger ones for like massive industrial size plants to use for. Wow. Like yeah. Walk in size. Basically, um, basically yeah. like a little walk-in freezer-looking thing. That's crazy. Uh, um, yeah, but people just run them, and we have to make sure that they're going to hold up to that. And right, yeah. We have people that have been running them for five years, and they have no problems. We've had people who got them, and after a day, it just doesn't work. So hmm. some Chinese stuff is better than others. It's all right. not equal. Yeah, that's true. It's well, I mean, it's like anything else, right? Like It's like the, lo- it's the law of large numbers, right? If you, if you make... Any any large quantity of things, there's bound to be one, you know, one right. or two outliers that are you know, on both ends of the spectrum, right? There's gonna be ones that are gonna last like forever, mm-hmm. and there's gonna be ones that suck and then right. <laughs> break right away. <laughs> For the most part, we do test everything in house that yeah. we get, so um, it's all tested, but it can come loose during shipping or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, whatever uh, happens. A lot of things can affect product life. Right. I mean, that's, generally, that's what my they, company does. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're. <laughs> exactly what you're going for. So we just got a bunch of stuff uh, ETL listed, which is um, What's tested that? the UL standards. Oh, okay. Medicine testing laboratories. Okay. It's basically NTS, just not NTS. Right, yeah. They'll do just different not NTS, dude? Well, actually, the hell, dude? Uh, actually the, He's probably uh, not the one coordinating yeah. the Chinese manufacturers <laughs> are the ones that got it listed. Okay. They actually reached out to ETL Labs, which is an American-based laboratory, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've never heard of that one. They right. got their stuff tested to UL standards. So it's not UL listed, but it's tested to UL standards. Yeah. It's just they have a report from that company that says we did it to X, right. and they therefore it's okay. Yeah, so <laughs> this new line of ETL stuff is pretty good. Um, That's yeah, cool. So people do bash China a lot, but I really don't think it's, like, that bad. For the price, it's definitely better than what no, you can get I mean, for the price of an American-made product. It's, it's just a it's oh, just yeah. a, it's a money thing. Because, I mean, sure. cause China can charge, I think it's, like, a couple dollars an hour. Like, those people are barely making, like... Like yeah, I don't think they have. I don't think they have the high standards of paying people there. Right, oh, yeah. Th- that's the difference. And the the materials they use too yeah, is there's it. not standards for that, and they can use crappier materials. But I had a supplier today tell me that if I wanted carbon steel instead of steel, it would cost more money. What yeah. is steel? That's not carbon steel. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Isn't steel just iron with carbon? Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get that. <laughs> so they're not probably a purity thing. They're not all the brightest. Yeah. Yeah. That is a li- that, that was that was weird. I was very confused. <laughs> yeah. Someone in China said this to you. Yep. They're weird. like, well, if you want, if you want <laughs> yeah. carbon, because they they offered me um, stainless steel, and I was like, no, I want carbon steel instead. And they're like, okay, but if we do regular steel, it's three dollars cheaper. And I was like, what's regular steel? 
Isn't carbon steel regular steel? It's usually like either high carbon or something like right. that. Just medium. Yeah, but just carbon low, in, high, yeah. medium. Yeah, whatever. It's not just <laughs> <the> grades <laughs> of carbon steel, but they're all carbon steel. <laughs> I don't know. That's funny. I don't but know. But it man. is it is ridiculously cheaper in some applications. That hey, makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, you just have to go. The, it's the, money. So the other question I have for you guys is: Whenever you guys say I'm like an engineering student or whatever, did you guys ever get that like generic response of like, "Oh, you must be smart" or something like that? Uh, yeah, I get it. A little but bit. Not here and there, but I wouldn't say. Not much. exactly like, you must be smart. It's yeah. more of, oh, they're just engineers. They're, that's what they do. Yeah. Like, if we pull out a calculator for something during a meeting. Like, <laughs> oh, they're just engineers. That's what they do. <laughs> they're the weird ones. They're the weird ones, yeah. <laughs> I, I get where it's very hard to explain what I do. Yes. That, that's people what, don't understand it. it I'm goes, not very, very good at it, I guess, that explaining it, but that's, I get a lot. Like, like oh, where are you working? I'm like, an engineer, high deck. We uh, produce manifolds, hydraulic manifolds, yeah. and they have no idea what Right, as soon as you about. say that, it's just whoop. Anything I say to explain it, they don't know what I'm doing. So, like, I think it's probably me, too. I need to be better at explaining yeah, things. Yeah, well, you're just going to get, you'll get better at explaining Exactly, it. yeah. In, like, more layman's terms, but that's, I think, a lot of it. That yeah. Just when I try to explain what I do or right. what I'm going that's through, That's why when I try to what explain to you guys, I'm like, okay, I can spend, all, like, 20 minutes explaining over, over explaining it. And so yeah. I just say, I get paid to break things. Yeah, and that, covers, <laughs> and, and that covers like that's what I need to learn how to say. That. You know, like, so. I'm like that covers like ninety percent of what I do. Like, it's it's one of the weird. How's our How's our baby doing? It's good. Yeah, it's, have yeah. Tested on a few products yet? Not yet. We haven't yeah. had. I haven't had the test had yet. yet. But I, but I, as soon as we do have an option, I will Let definitely us know, be doing yeah. it. Send us a picture. If I take a video, yeah, of it. definitely. I want to see. <laughs> I'm it. thinking for this episode alone, it'll be a picture of our project for the one we used at the end of our presentation. Perfect, yeah. For the thumbnail, because I think that really covers. What what this episode's That's all about? Like, like it really felt cool to like actually be like done with it, and like it just felt like hanging out with friends. Yeah, you know, where it's not just group members anymore, right. and just yeah. like we're done, kind of like <laughs> yeah, just like the, you can just take a, a sigh of relief. Like that next day after the project was over. And that, yeah, that we were friends after it. It's yeah. not like we're at each other's throats or we fucking or just don't like, want to see each other yeah, at all again. Yeah, it's like that. It's yeah. unfortunate. I like that. Like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're just kind of like, well, we're done. Yeah, see you yeah, later, guys. Yeah. Never yeah. going to talk to you again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I don't, like, it, it didn't, I don't want that to kind of happen. Cause yeah, it's like, that's it's, good. It's, I, I think it's just kind of cool to see where people end up to, mm-hmm. you know, because, I mean, because of this podcast, being able yeah. to have conversations about it, like, it's cool. That's a cool like, thing, Like, that you yeah. guys want to just even talk about whatever you guys learned in, in college, because... It's fun. I haven't really had too many, like, people I've known who are able to share experiences of college and from my own perspective, kind of. Because mm-hmm. my friends are kind of doing their own thing. Like, I have one buddy at Michigan, like I've told you before. Um, and then we Was he an engineer? No, he's okay. a psychology. That's what it was. That's okay. his major. Um, and he's been on the podcast many times himself because he's, like, my partner in crime with this thing. You So you haven't had many engineers on the podcast? No, not really. Okay. And, and so to kind of get, like, your guys' viewpoint on it, it's kind of cool for mm-hmm. me, and especially because you guys are on the other end of the spectrum, right? Yeah. Because like, it's, it's almost like mechanical and electrical are kind of like a dynamic duo when it comes to creating yeah, things. all together, I feel like, Cause, yeah. Because the electrical guys make stuff that go inside the mechanical parts or yeah, the mechanical vice versa, parts, exactly. right? Like, <laughs> There's no just mechanical parts anymore. Everything right. has electronics or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> integrated into it, so yeah. So you kind of, And not even just mechanical. Like, you together. guys are doing the enclosures or some sort of... Something, right? Uh-huh. You're doing some sort of design. Like, today, one of our pieces of equipment had a switch that broke. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm, like, looking at the switch, but it's, like, the switch is its own, you know, mechanical thing, and I'm trying to figure out how the electric, making sure the electrical is, like, in the right spot afterwards yeah. or whatever. Like I said, there's, like, this weird thing that you have to, like, really bridge gaps a mm-hmm. lot of the times with being electrical. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 
You can see that. So with uh, the senior design for the other engineering disciplines, yeah, they all so they all stick with their own. So like, yeah, there was only electrical. There's only electrical in that whole group. Yeah, okay. there, I think there's only, most of them are. There's only one group. There's that one weird like, there was, mixed group. With, like, there was eight like, like eight people. Yeah, Is that the one that won. They won the big prize. I yeah, think. which is what, kind of an unfair. Yeah, it's, it's like they had so many people. Yeah, wait, three wait, versus eight. Yeah. You guys know Harry Potter. Yeah. Did you see the girl that was up there? She looked like one of the professors. What was the name of the professor? The oh, guy with like the three-headed dog. Oh, the big professor. Like she looked exactly like him. I can't think of his name. <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> Hagrid. Maybe no. Maybe I don't know Harry Potter that much, but yeah, he's one of the professors that that was like the cool professor. Big hair, big it, ogre-looking guy. Yeah, that might have been Hagrid. There was a there was a student that looked exactly <laughs> like him. That's Hagrid. Exactly <laughs> like him. That's why they actually won. <laughs> I, I honestly, I was, I was Dude, dying. I couldn't think of his name though. When yeah, up there, I, I just that that whole I had to say that because that just popped my head. That whole day was so such a strange day. Like that that speech that they gave, like at the end, like uh-huh. giving the alumni speech and things like that, and it just felt so weird and like. They wanted that alumni stuff. That yeah, it just it just felt not like it felt sales pitchy and like really bureaucratic. And I was just like, it, the the one thing for me I was kind of like, man, I don't know if I would really want to just put NIU on my resume. Just might just put, you know, EET major or something. <laughs> School. I yeah. get why I get why they're doing it. Though. I know like, I understand they why get they their, do. Yeah, but because that's support for them right. later on and money down the road. That <laughs> I mean, we stop giving them money when we graduate. Exactly. They gotta get us back. So right. Get it back I mean, it's funny too. He's like, yeah. how many of you guys are going to, to uh, master's, you know, PhD or whatever? And, and yeah, it was, it was one, only like a one few out years. of like it was one or two. It was, one yeah, it was like 150 people. <laughs> and then he's like, we might need to lock these doors until people change their <laughs> minds. That was funny. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. I don't know. But yeah, I just want to start working and yeah, I, I think no engineering too. Yeah, engineering you can do a lot without that. I mean, I know you right. can move up and you can get uh, from uh, from people who have been talking to me at work myself and saying, "What do you want to do now?" I'm like, "I'm not done yet, so don't talk." <laughs> <laughs> but what they keep saying is NBA, MBA. That's I've heard that too. I've at heard work. that too. Yeah, yeah. as a, as an engineer, kind of bridges the gap that. of skills. Unless you're going for like a teacher. Right. A professor, you're going to be a PhD in engineering, yeah. right? But other than that, like, there's no need for a master's of engineering. No, an MBA would be more there important. Yeah. Right, an MBA is better. Be high up in a company, and they want engineers, right? Because they can. Well, because then you become a manager like of some and, sort. And, yeah, exactly. That's basically yeah. what it becomes. And right, no, that's what I've heard at work. Everyone's like, if you're not thinking of it, do it while you don't have kids or anything like that. Go over an MBA. Like, <laughs> you can do them online. And, yeah, no, I get it. You go cross-eyed for a second. Really don't want to do that. You're like I'm thirty. You're like I'm almost thirty now, yeah. and I'm like I. I'm ready to just start working, and make some money. You're like I just want to not be in debt for the first yeah, time in my life. I know, I, know right? I got debt, man. It sucks. <laughs> I know it's like it's a hefty, hefty load. The, the weird thing is like, you know, looking at like our generation of people who are now graduating and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the average. I talk about this all the time. The average student who goes through school is like your age, Mike, who's who's twenty two ish. 21 best case scenario yeah graduated like 22 23 right so you're getting your first job and you're you know if you're 25 my age now you're kind of at your you know four year-ish mark of you know your first career job your Mm -hmm. stepping stone right and you're kind of you're probably bored or something and you're like well maybe i should go get my bachelor's or phd now so Mm -hmm. by the time you're done with that you're like 28 to 30 (laughs) which is not bad right but then it's like i think there's more people like us who wound up doing you know the slow way or working through it and the then, slow way. Right. I and, the slow well, way. I, I mean, I give you a lot of credit for Tim to, to 
you know, not know what you want to do, change your, you know, switch your play- roles. Yeah, was, I don't know if you want to explain it because you kind of had a windy path. Of yeah, school. it was windy path. I actually I started, I went to Southern my first year uh, business because I. SIU? Had, yeah, SIU, yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to do and I didn't, I wanted to go away because there was kind of a stigma. Not really huge, but not, going to a community college, it was like people that didn't know what they were doing. It was doing people who are like not that. as smart, quote unquote. Exactly, like that. So I went to um, Southern, um, didn't do too well. I went on academic probation the last semester. I only went for a year. Is that so um, like, it was like loans out? What's that? Is that, is that, does it like keep your loans from starting to accrue? Is that why no, probation it was, works? No, or? it was something like where I got under a 2.0. I got, oh, okay, I, I, I see. got under like a C average gotcha. on that last semester. I wasn't focused. Yeah. My parents like, we're not helping you pay for this. Yeah. No, if you're coming home. So I went back, ECC, I still wasn't focused. Stopped for school for a little bit um, mm-hmm. and then started going back slowly. Did you just part time? Like yeah, I was full time. I was actually a security guard oh, at gotcha. Geneva Commons. It's kind of by you. I was there for a little <laughs> bit and doing school, just part time, just building up confidence. And yeah. then that confidence kind of started snowballing. Yeah. And then when I was ready for my associates, I kind of thought, like, what do I really want to do? And then engineering was just an easy answer. Nice. But it was just that confidence that I had to rebuild back up. Yeah. But it was a long road. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Definitely. Like, for me, it was kind of weird. Like, I kind of just. Like, high school was kind of going through the motions a little bit. Oh, me too. I didn't do much. I and goofed I, around all high school. <laughs> I, did, I didn't really around, goof. Well, I, we definitely partied a little I, bit like I that. Goofed. But I just I just got grades. I didn't mm-hmm. try. I just, did, you know, I just did my homework, and it just turned things in, and then I went home yeah. and played video games, and, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever. I and know my friends. I got, like, yeah. a 3.2 or something. I don't remember. It was. It, was, it didn't matter, regardless. Yeah. Like, I was going to pass regardless. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of like I took my year off, and I saw what retail world was like and the real working world was like, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. You didn't want that. Oh, dude. Yeah. It, like, it was a wake-up call. Like, mm-hmm. real hard. <laughs> and then I, I kind of, like, started that. Harper, and it was, it was just, like, this amount of focus that I had. Is it? I just, like, something just clicked. Like, yeah. the environment I was in and, like, being able to work and, like, I don't know why. Like, the way I explain it, my mindset works is, like, I, I work better as, like, a pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. So, like, the more things I do and the more things I have, like, going on, the more focused I am. More focused? Yeah. So, like, if I, so yeah. if, I, so if I get lazy or something or I'm not as busy in general, yeah. uh, the other things start to that. slip. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I don't have – because I have more wiggle room. Yeah. Right? So, I kind of just – squeeze out. Yeah. Just be lazy. That yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, I, get, I get what you're saying. And so, when I started doing that kind of stuff, I was like, oh, this is – I got it. And then I remember, like, we were talking about this before is, like you know, Project Lead the Way and some intro-level engineering-type courses in high school. But for some reason, the teachers didn't explain in a way that made it interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And I remember doing, like, basic circuit design and things like that and right. whatever, and I was just like, eh. Yeah. I didn't I get it. But then when I got to Harper, the way the professors explained it, it just it just was like, boom. Yeah. Like, it, I, it was just like, it was the way I explain it, and I've said it before on the podcast, people are going to probably yell and be like, shut up! Um, <laughs> but... It's like they were like laying a blood breadcrumb trail for me. Yeah. It was like I they they would just be like, here's like the foundational thing about like everything works. But that's you know, good. Like, that's like, exactly like, what like, teachers and schools are supposed yeah. to do to their students. That's, yeah. So I just it just like huge. made this like curiosity thing for me, and I was mm-hmm. just kind of like, oh. And then I just started going down the rabbit hole of like, yeah. Here's like electronics, and like it's like, the, I had one teacher um, for like D, like DC like. Probably one of the classes you took was like DC network analysis, like intro level, like it was like some intro to electronics. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I took. Yeah, it so like so it, so it would have been like DC circuits or like just really simple circuit design. Mm-hmm. And that professor, when he did like the theory of like DC circuits, he would just the way he explained it because he was so he just loved it. Mm-hmm. He would just explain it to us, and he's like the the math just like it's like it speaks to you, you know, like opening a whole <laughs> he world. Was very passionate about very, it. Very very yeah. passionate, and, yeah, and when he would ex- and helps. when he would explain it, it, like 
he, he like showed for the first time ever that math is an applied like a tool of an engineer yeah. you know oh, yeah. where it's like the things you do in math were able to apply to the real Translate world you know mm-hmm. and like that's what made it fun for me it's like oh wait, wait math is not just you know you know, shit that yeah, yeah just y equals mx plus whatever and you that's how just, i would always be learning it, you yeah. just have you know useless symbols with equations and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you just make get an answer yeah. right whereas like when you take it and apply it to like a circuit design you can really see like oh that's like your current and there's your resistance yeah. involved with that circuit and like all this extra stuff so you have context mm-hmm. around it and that just totally like opened up i think that's super doors important. for me yeah. to like just kind of problem solve basically mm-hmm. And I just thought that was cool. <laughs> a lot of people go through, like, um, you know, like, pre-calc and stuff like that, and they mm-hmm. get into calc, and they're like, this is stupid. This is not applicable at all. Right. <laughs> but after, like, being through a couple years of school and actually using calc in, like, the real world, yeah, like, it's been kind of nice that I have that background. Especially for you, because you're, like, doing a lot, a lot of volumetric of stuff with shapes and, oh, yeah, for sure. like, designing things, yeah. like, that way. Like, because I, I, I look at things that way with, like, calculus. I had a really good, um, I did have to take calc one twice, so for those of you out there, don't be upset if you have to make it more than once because calculus is very weird. <laughs> I took out two twice. Yeah, see, right? Like, like, the... I think the way... My second teacher for calculus, he explained it, is, is calculus is there, is is the class where math comes together, is the way he explained it. And he was like, basically, if you have everything you took up to the, the, the point you take calculus one and two is why you took all that math in the first place. For calculus, yeah. Because it's all stepping stone and building blocks, but it's not taught in that way. Mm-hmm. So people are just like, why am I learning this? And then they learn yeah. one unit, and then they pff, data dump it. Mm-hmm. And then they, right. then they learn the next unit, data dump it. And exactly. then by the time you get back to calculus, like you were saying, you have to relearn it, and you're like, this is stupid. Why am I learning all the same stuff yeah. again? Because right. <laughs> you don't realize that it's like, that's how the entire world really works is with up, like calculus stuff it's math stuff that yeah. behind the scenes the math yeah exactly see, yeah. It's, it, but yeah, it, they, <laughs> schools do a bad job of showing you how it's applied it's just like yeah. they throw you these why that's a common theme we're like having that. right now we're, 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 they don't we're these applied guys apply. exactly. <laughs> we gotta, we it seems like the world up. hates math like yeah, outside yeah, of engineering yeah. majors specifically the world just hates math yeah. Oh, yeah. all my friends they hate math they don't understand anything about yeah. it they yeah. never want to Yeah, it's just not their thing and they decided against it like math doesn't exist Screw it. Yeah, I mean, you, you hear that a lot. It's like, well, I took this degree because I was bad at math and I didn't want to deal with math oh, yeah. for the rest yep. of my life. Like, that's yeah, like definitely. a lot of people's rationales they for go things. away from math. For yeah. Or, like, or they had that one teacher who messes it up for them. They're like, well, my teacher, like, it's like, I just, I'm just bad at math. And yeah. then they, because they, they had one teacher that didn't help them enough or yeah. just kind of have this and mental just, stigma. I don't think teachers do a good job of showing how important it is and how it applies yeah. in the real world. I think you had, I so think honestly, if you had more like engineer level teachers, like that engine, like the teacher I had at Harbor mm-hmm. who taught the, the basic circuit design. Yeah. Like if I had, if he like taught like an algebra class and like gave circuit yeah. design problems for the like homework or whatever, yeah. you'd get a lot more people who would be into algebra. Oh, hell yeah. Cause oh, it would, yeah, yeah. cause like it's not complicated. The, yeah. The pay though. <laughs> if right. I was a teacher, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be right. teaching those younger kids. You don't get paid. But shit. you can find those interesting that's people true. who work on the side. Cause that's, that's, yeah, that's who true. he was. Cause yeah. he was a guy, he would work at Motorola. And he worked. And he would work at, at, in, in evenings yeah. at the school because he just loved it so that's much. That's why I think too, I, I don't know if that's, more of a thing with community college. I think I so. had a few teachers I, that were full-time workers and then they just did this on the side for a night class or something like that that mm-hmm. I had. It wasn't... Not, most of my teachers were straight teachers, but yeah. there was a, a lot more that I had, a lot of more that I had at ECC than Northern yeah. that were 
they were in the industry and they just did this on the part yeah, time. Right, they like actually know something that's going on in the real world. Yeah, and like some teachers who have been at schools too long yeah. and they get stuck, stuck in the rhythm. Right, and yeah, yeah. They're just kind a of a lot of them been out of the industry ways. for a long time. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was one of the things that was weird for me though. Is like transitioning from a community college to a to the four year university was mm-hmm. class availability. You know, where most of the classes are available, probably around from ten to maybe four. Yeah, is like our window of like availability. Whereas, like, when you go to community college, you basically have availability almost all, all around, day. Yeah. You can do nights. You have all cool, day, like, but then you usually days. have a huge block of time between, like, four and, like, eight, mm-hmm. maybe nine. There's some late classes, but I think most people try to just avoid them in general. Yeah. Because I don't I don't know about you, but I hate it. I had, like, a few really late classes and sometimes. I, yeah, I hate them. <laughs> I like not getting up early because that was always right. the thing I struggle with. But <laughs> 10 a.m. is yeah. a good time to start. Yeah. yeah, that's, like, around there, but definitely, yeah, I don't like super late classes. Yeah. They're fun. Like the, you're never super. And focused. most of my classes in general are like six to eight. Yeah. Were my were my block of time, so I could work a full normal day. And that's what too. Yeah. You, like community colleges, a lot of people are working too, so yeah. that's why they put a lot of that was a, at night. That, I think that's I think I don't know if it would happen for you guys because you. So my degree was specifically EET mm-hmm. associates. It was it's an associates in applied science still, but it was still yeah, mine, mine was applied science. Just right. A sh- normal basic yeah. applied science. So mine, mine was mine was still EET mm-hmm. though. So that's why mine transitioned just like so perfectly. Yeah, mine didn't. I had to. And uh, I lost a lot of classes. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, I lost a few too myself, but mm-hmm. I I made, I made damn sure I made a whole spreadsheet of I went on like and I used like uh, what was it I think it was like a transfer guideline the transfer yeah, equivalency yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it was like I've been there Harper to NIU and I was doing mm-hmm. Control F and I was like all right I took this class what does that equal here and I yeah, made an entire yeah. thing because I heard horror stories of people who things don't transfer and I was gonna be like. Oh, this doesn't transfer. Let me get my spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was with me because I never with like it was towards the end of my associates that I picked engineering and so yeah, I was right. Just, yeah, I so that doesn't make that like makes I wasn't sense. taking physics. I took uh, biology and chemistry. Yeah. That was my sciences for that. So that definitely hindered me. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's I I just thought it was interesting for me to because and most of my I think the other thing for me too that was weird though in general was the average student age for me was a lot younger. Yeah, Not younger, college? older, older. Sorry, community college. Yeah, really? I was a lot. I was like, I was like younger than like probably half the class. There was more older students at community college for yeah. sure that I had because most of the people in my classes were like people who already were working, yeah. and it was like their jobs was saying, "Hey man, you yeah, do yeah. like it was like, hey man, you do really good in your job already. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just go back, get your associates? Mm-hmm. We can pay you more money, move you in this new position, just to justify it as a business proposal." Yeah, I had a lot more older people, and so sure. I think that helped because when you have a lot of older people around you there's like a certain level of like interest and mm-hmm. you know they give a shit more yeah. than like your 18 year old no you know, for sure yeah, the yeah. 18 year old who doesn't give a fuck they're about school they're more focused they know what their task right. is and everything like that yeah for sure and I, so I kind of was around those kind of people and I was, I was focused in general anyways but because I was younger though I had because I didn't already have a job or anything like that it kind of showed something to the professors then because then when you when you're like that guy who's eight nine no it was like nineteen twenty mm-hmm. going into this it's like oh whoa like yeah, <laughs> that you're focused you got that, something yeah. and you're like you know because I, I was super interested so I was like doing extra reading on the side and things like you that. you nerd oh yeah you nerd I was I, was, I, I look back at some of my old notes a while ago with next stuff and that, yeah. I was like what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, damn! I was like, I was writing everything down. I was like, I had that's that's awesome. Um, Pat, that's that's, like, that's good. That's gonna help you out. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's how I am though. It's just it's just part of my interests have changed. Obviously, yeah. I wouldn't be doing this yeah. podcast. Of course, yeah. You know, I like engineering, but I just don't think I don't. 
there's parts of engineering that I don't enjoy. That, Definitely. You know, certain things of it that are just like, eh, I get it, but... I agree with that. You know, I, I like expanding outside of, you know, knowledge bases. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. just be wrapped around the engineering world forever. Yeah. Definitely. You know? <laughs> I agree with that. So there's, I think, I just don't like just More boxing myself. Stuff, yeah. yeah, I just don't like boxing myself into one particular... But that's niche. the thing with engineering, too you can really apply it to so many different yeah. things you do in life. And that's exactly. why, that's why like business CEOs and stuff, they look for that kind of mm-hmm. engineering person. Cause right. they just have a different way of thinking that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So like one of the it things applies I, in everything. I really, one I really of the things like I hope kind of happens in the future is that more engineer types get involved in politics. Yeah. Cause it's one, too. cause it's one thing you don't see ever. No, ever. And I think if you had more of that kind of so. thinking and within a political framework, it would change how things are run. Yeah, I can't think of any <laughs> politician that's right. An hey, that's my point, right? Like, if I had a, a guess, I would say one, uh, maybe. I don't know. If you're lucky, there's got to be some, but yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. It's just not a common mixture, no. right? Because most most engineers would say are pretty apolitical, yeah, <laughs> or at least sure. they aren't going to waste their time because they want to deal with products and things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of applies though, because you kind of get involved. From like a systems thinking, yeah, that's the that's like a, the, one of the it's things. Your problem solving, exactly. Kind of the way you had to think about that mm-hmm. stuff is because I don't think what so engineers like. Sure, we've talked about a whole bunch of like technical things right now. You know, mm-hmm. throwing back things we've learned, areas of uh, study, and things like that. But I think what what really is the the thing engineering does for people is it's a lens of which you can problem solve from. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. it applies to everything. And, and so that's what I think of it. I don't, like, I don't. I remove all the labels of it. Like, I'm an engineer, right? But I'm just a problem solver with a very specific toolkit to solve those problems. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I and I apply that lens to everything. It's just problem solving. It's every <laughs> yeah. problem you have to solve it. Yeah. And you just that's go for what it. it is. <laughs> I always tell people that the engineering major is just uh, I know how to read charts and use formulas with those charts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to bare bones it, right? Like that's really what you do. Like it's just a very specific way of interpreting information, right? And you know, it's really not. There's nothing special about it. You're not smarter than anyone else, really. It's just a matter. That's why I don't don't consider myself crazy smart person at all. Like, like, like it's just a matter of like if you're around a certain type of problem solving all the time. You know, we've been doing this for four plus years on average. You know, you're going to get good at it at yeah. some point, you know, yeah, if you, you made it all the way through. practicing and <laughs> keep doing it, yeah. That's, that's what I, you know, I'm ex- I'm excited to see where you guys go, to be totally honest. Like, it's cool to see you guys uh, done, you know, yeah. and you, you've made it. Like, it's a pretty big accomplishment. Well, like, I still, I'm waiting for two grades, but I pretty much made it. There's no way you didn't. Yeah, no, I don't think you so. Know. Don't think <laughs> so. But I'm excited, yeah. I'm definitely, the biggest thing is with managing people is going to be the newest thing for my oh, job. Oh, really? So yeah, you, I'm actually, gonna... I'm starting to manage a lot of people. I'm getting, really? I'm taking over the deburring department gotcha. of the machining lab. Hey, you'll be good at that. Yeah. yeah. You're the small yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. He's the specialist of removing small why you, amounts of why material. Why do you think they hired me? <laughs> they hired me. But yeah, so I'm going to be definitely managing a decent amount of people. So That's interesting. It's going to be. That's interesting that you got into a managerial type position yeah it's just in- operations and stuff like that yeah. it's, that's kind of stuff and the deburring is kind of the worst part in right. the machining area so uh, I've been there as long as they hired a new engineer for more of the automation stuff we're gotcha. trying to get a lot of stuff transition to automation mm-hmm. and he's actually another um, manufacturing engineering technology from NIU yeah not NIU he went to he went to SIU, but it was like some offshoot in Peoria. Oh, it was what like a, those a called? satellite campus? Yeah, it was a like satellite campus or something like that. So, But he's another technology engineer student. So, um, Cool. 
but yeah, managing people, I think, is going to be a, yeah, that's, that's a new avenue be... for me because I'm not really, I don't think of myself as a super people person, but yeah. we'll see. You'll have to come back on when you kind of develop your managerial yeah, we'll skills. see how many people I fired. <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> but that's, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that because that's going to be that's helpful a whole throughout my life, and that's a something yeah. weakness that I have, and I'm that's I'm looking forward yeah. to that a lot. So it's going to be good. I know you mentioned earlier that like um, engineering is like a broad thing. You can do whatever you want with it's, it. Yeah. And I think engineering technology is what we're specifically in yeah. as opposed to like in traditional engineering. Mm-hmm. I think engineering technology gives you a lot more like life skills. Like yeah. Applied I agree. life skills. I agree, yeah. Like a regular engineering, like electrical engineering or mechanical engineering, industrial systems engineering even, they all give you like a lot of skills specific to the major, but they don't give you as many hands-on life skills as I do. And I think uh, yeah. engineering tech does. I agree with that. So, like, engineering tech will definitely help you in your managerial definitely, yeah. standpoint just because you have hands-on experience. You're not just the nerdy college kid who's coming uh, in and making changes. Right, exactly. yeah, exactly. exactly. Where, you, where you come in as, like, the new quality that's what guy. I, yeah, that's what I've tried to do because I've been working with these people for a while now, so I'm not being, like, having any say over them or anything right, like that, yeah. but... I've been trying to make it seem like I'm not just coming here and making all these changes. Yeah, saying, exactly. I went to school. Fuck you. you don't yeah, exactly. About. Right. I really want to get their input. They've been here a long time. Yeah. And I want to. Well, I think that's. I don't want to go beyond that. I think that's the thing people miss out on too, um, because you go to school and you get a big fancy degree or whatever. You know, yeah. you become your engineer or whatever. I want to know it all. And and you kind of, you you can have. I don't know. I'm, I'm generalizing here, but I don't mean to. It's more of just like you can come in and have a bad attitude in the sense that you're like, I'm entitled. I know what I'm doing. I yeah. went to school for this kind of thing. But what I've all, the way I've always thought of it is like there's people around you who've even – sure, maybe they don't have a degree in mm-hmm. whatever they're doing, right? Like Because you guys are working in like engineering. But they know firms. what they're doing better than you. But, they, but yeah, they're you. like yeah, the yeah. best people. They got 20-plus years of experience in their mm-hmm. field. Like, like yeah. my dad is a great example of that. He's worked in the same like factory setting for like – 20, 30 years, like yeah. basically since he could work. He's you have like, some crazy understanding that you don't yeah. understand and coming so, like, out of college. You don't have that understanding. Right. So like that, like a person like my dad is the kind of guy I'm going to be like a little leech and just be yeah, a fly exactly. on the wall and it. listen to everything he has to say because he knows the process is better than anybody else. Exactly. You yeah. know, not some like spreadsheet or whatever. Yeah. Like <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's completely different. You have to learn from those people that yeah. you don't understand that they have so much more knowledge. Well, and you. plus on, on top of that is you're going to, they're going to tell you the things that work best. Uh-huh. And you're going to level up your own knowledge at a faster weight rate yeah. than if you were to just learn it on your own, right? Because they've, they've got that level now 20 years later, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Yeah. And so you could be like, oh, I'm going to learn from you. So you could get yourself in, say, yeah. five years. And you have that schooling background, too. And you can mesh the two together. Exactly. And then you're a, you're a threat. Again, sure, yeah. applied. <laughs> applied <laughs> applied is key. Yeah, is seriously. Key, yeah. Like I, I just think if you if you take that idea and just try to apply everything in your life in as much as you can, you I know, and, and, and just take... Just learn in an application. Yeah, and starting off, you have to understand that the people that have been there a long time, you have to learn from them. You can't just jump into it and And say, say, I "I will have a degree, I know everything. (laughs) You can't do that. And you're not going to learn the respect of the people that you're Well, I think that's that's what makes you guys kind of stand out from our group standpoint. I don't think there's any at any point where we're like, no one said, oh, fuck, I don't know how to do this. It was just kind of like, problems came out. We'll figure it out. Problems came up, and it's like, oh, damn, we got to... We gotta it's do this, done. you know, like yeah. <laughs> that's how it's gotta be. Yeah. You know, it's and we just like done. made it work, like the uh-huh. like like for our senior design project, the caster problem. Mm-hmm. Like we just like bought the wheels and stuff. I'm like fuck, 
Wait, <laughs> like they don't really mount, do they? Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, really it's like the base of the casters are too big to fit on the eighty twenty aluminum. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, and then I'm like, like you, you texted me at work, and I was like, hey, I think I might have a block of aluminum I can take from work. Yeah, and I, bl- ran, I just the, ran. this circular block of aluminum. <laughs> let's be clear here. It was yeah, not. Yeah. It's not a block. It was wavy. It was like yeah, it was curved on one end. It's really weird. Don't know why that was the case. It must have been the end of the extrusion or something. <laughs> it really must have been. <laughs> That's funny. But like. Yeah, like, I took that block, and I was just like, hey, will this work? You're like, yeah, I think it'll work. And I'm like, I'm taking this from work. Like, okay. That worked out. <laughs> you know, just, like, yeah, doing we, things. We made a few f- blocks out of that. More than a few. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we use it for, like, spacers or something, too, right? We use it for spacers. We yeah. use it for the yeah. uh, mount, for yeah, the puzzle mounting hose system. Right. You see, like, mm-hmm. again, we just, like, used it for as much as we could. And, like, I think being adaptable in that sense is, like, what goes a long be. way. You, you have know? to be adaptable, yeah. Because we, like, the entire project was, like, this, like, I mean, you guys heard me complaining about it. It's like, man, the whole first semester was just saying, this is what we're going to do. And I'm like, can we just get parts and, like, start doing right, it? Yeah. Can we just do it already? Because, like, like, I'm just, like... That's so, what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah like... That's, that's what I that's what I do better than just planning stuff out. Because there's so much stuff that, you know... I mean, how much change, of our project changed? Uh, it, a from, lot. From, like... There's a basic foundation that we kept yeah. the same, but a lot changed, yeah. Like, the actual implementation of it was yeah. way different than what it was going yeah, to be. All the small details definitely yeah. are just better to learn on the go. Right. Yeah. Like you can plan something out, but why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's cool. It's not going to turn out exactly how you want it, no matter what you do. Yeah, there's always going to be hang-ups and things that you need to adapt on the fly to make it work for whatever yeah. you need to do. Yeah, trial and error is underrated. Yeah, I would uh, absolutely. I'd say trial and error is a big part of my engineering job. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, I I, I just view my life as like that type of experiment. Oh, definitely. Where it's like yeah. things I eat, how much I sleep, or that's how I learn shit. You know, yeah, going just... to the gym is like, all right, I'm gonna try and do a workout like this today, like you know, heavy mm-hmm. weight, low reps, or high reps, low weight, yeah. or just see how it works. you know, just experimenting in your own life to to figure out what works best for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, failure is the best teacher, for Absolutely. sure. You just have yep. to do it. I, I mean, for me, that's how I learn. It's just, I got to do it, then I see I fail, see yeah. I was wrong, and then I can turn around right. and go another way. And route. I think just committing to saying, I'm going to do this, right? Like You have to commit. Like, yeah. I, like, for me, it was like learning how to code. And granted, I had help on doing it, but like I, can, I understand the code and know yeah. how it works. And like just saying, all right, well, I got like three weeks or four weeks to finish this project and make sure it works at least minimally enough, mm-hmm. you know? It's beautiful. And just being able to do that and give myself that goal, and obviously I'd put like a ridiculous amount of time into it, but like yeah, just saying, all right, well, this is what you signed up for. Yeah. And, you know. You just got to do it. <laughs> no excuses. You yeah. just got to do it. Yeah. I, I think that's like one of the biggest takeaways from this entire project. Because like, I feel like I learned a lot in general from just doing it. You know, yeah. creating something from nothing. Just doing it, yeah. <laughs> I learned I, like, a lot more, yeah, I think the second semester than the first semester. Well, like, I, I never really, you know, we like I said, like the way we do labs is just, like, singular little things, right? Mm-hmm. Just kind of measuring output voltages. Yeah. Whereas, like, this project, we got to, like, create a system that mm-hmm. did something. Yeah. And would take math, and it would output something, and, like, then I had to think about the next layer of it, like, safety and, like, mm-hmm. enclosures and, you know, it's important you know, to adding all that the, together. Adding all the extra stuff that you don't really have to think about in a classroom mm-hmm. setting, right? I was talking to um, Jasmine. She's one of our students at school. She's, I think, industrial. Okay. One of the industrial, industrial, industrial tech. Yeah. They don't have to do a senior design. Project. I feel like it's a miss out. Like, yeah, that's kind of a, I was like, uh, I mean... That's nice that you don't have to do it. You don't have that pressure and stuff like that. But I'm just like, I think that's kind of a miss out. Yeah. If you go through school and don't have to apply all that stuff, I don't know. Just yeah. Because I mean, I remembered. I had to remember stuff that I didn't even think I would ever yeah. use. Yeah. And I just think applying that just helps yeah. you out. But 
And, yeah, and I don't know why they don't have to do it. But yeah, it's kind of weird. Dust, it's industrial what? Industrial industrial system. Systems. Yeah, industrial systems. As it, and it, like, to me, if you have a systems designing thing, like that's you should be doing that. Yeah. And it was cool for yeah, me, like should, because the so at Harper College they have like a capstone within my uh, the, the associates basically, and so that that class was like a a sensor integration with a conveyor belt basically. Mm-hmm. So the first half of the class is learning about. Um, pneumatics and hydraulic not, not really hydraulics but you learn a little bit of it and then uh, sensor integration so the the second half of the class is like you the t- professor gives you a an overall project and then breaks up the class into like four or five separate groups mm. and you're making a conveyor belt system that will do some sort of something like mm-hmm. packaging or something and the one we in, got to in the second PLC didn't you have to do that uh, yeah, we had to do it. Yeah, it's something... Using it, machine yeah, I didn't have to yeah. do that because I, I it's, it's, it. it's something very similar to that, but larger scale. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the entire conveyor belt is about uh, probably... Uh, That's probably 12, cool that you're doing that, though, in It's like 12 feet long. College. Yeah, cool. and so we got to use, like, infrared sensors. Um, depending on the group, they got to use, like, a volumetric sensor for one year to, to do, like, fill-level sensing. Mm-hmm. So, like, they basically had, like, yeah. a wine bottle-like simulator... Mm-hmm. So like they had like coming cool, down yeah. the conveyor belt, and like every group has to design a, a segment of the project, mm-hmm. like like we were saying before with the PLC ladder logic stuff. So if you had a conveyor belt, um, and since I'm drinking beer, well, I'll use that as my example right now because it's right in front of me. So say you you'd have to like the first station would be like the beer bottle that's empty and no cap on it gets dro- dropped on the conveyor mm-hmm. belt and goes down. The second station is like it gets stopped and clamped somehow, and then the third station is it fills that. And then it has like a fill level sensor, like a like an ultrasonic sensor yeah. or something that tells you when it's full. Then it releases it, goes down to the next station, and then it'll like put the lid on it, and then it'll go to the last station where it pull, falls into like a box of some mm-hmm. sort or something like that. And so that's like the entire project. But the the cool thing is, is like every it's like every the entire class becomes a company designing the system. And then every subgroup in the class is making one part of that work. Okay. And then you all have to work together at the end. So one group is working at filling it up. Yeah, exactly. One, but it's all kind and, of together. And then cool. you all are working together at the end to make sure the timing is on point. Mm-hmm. That it is going to run through that profile. What? How many kids were in the class? Around 16, 20, I would say. Okay. So it's like four, yeah. four people per group, okay. I would say. Yeah. On average, and then like the group we had had some guys that were kind of above and beyond with like PLC programming, mm-hmm. and so our project got PLC programmed instead of running off of uh, sequencers, which yeah. is like rudimentary. It's more yeah, uh, basic stuff. More basic, where it can only work. The sequencer works for just one station, mm-hmm. but you all. So then it just works with delay timers basically. Okay. So it's like you you just program in delays. So you kind of the conveyor belt set at one speed the entire time. So yeah. you kind of work around that. So it's like okay, we know that. The container is going to get here at you know at ten seconds. Uh, yeah, and then that's you know? when you got to do it. Yeah. So stuff like that, but but having that kind of knowledge, like when I was doing that, it was like really cool because it was like I would go to work and then I would go to work again, you know. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> and yeah. just making all this stuff kind of like we were doing, we're drilling holes and just kind of just figure out how to do it, you know, right. playing around, and just like all right, this is how we got to make it work, and you just it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Like I love doing that that's stuff. That's the part I, <laughs> I like. That's definitely the part I like. Yeah, I'm a little bit jealous of your college experience. In yeah. Your community college. My community college um, is so much fun and i love it i, I, yeah. I am too i mean i, I didn't was going for engineering but yeah it's different yeah I feel like. it was very different I and mean, i was like whoa like like i, I think I, I trace a lot of like what my enthusiasm and, and interest as an engineer comes from my experience there it's awesome you know because it's it's you know i don't at first i was like man why doesn't everyone like it wasn't like everyone should be excited but it was just like 
oh wait, I'm realizing that it's not mm-hmm. everyone has that kind of like ability to have professors that are really yeah. mm-hmm. industry oriented, you know, because that's what our our area here in Har- near Harper is all very in- industrial like manufacturing tech, where it's always about like PLC manufacturing mm-hmm. sensor integration. Um, and they're actually transitioning now to more PLC stuff, yeah. where that's part of the curriculum now, or going to be. That's awesome. Yeah. With your mic- as, e- as an EET, too. <laughs> when you were doing, you knew uh, you were doing engineering when you went to community college? Yeah, so I had an idea that I wanted to do engineering, bef- even in high school. I, okay. had, I went through the uh, product lead the way classes, and yeah. I really liked them in high school, so mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'll do engineering, that's cool. I actually wanted to be a chef. My dad said no. Uh, <laughs> I remember you mentioned yeah, that. So, so still bitter. About so why, why so, so why why chef though? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, I like food a lot. Who doesn't like food? That but yeah, true. I get it. I and mean, that's pretty, pretty much it. That's cool. Could be yeah. fun. Like yeah, food. you can always pick it back up whenever yeah, you want. Pastry arts is shit. Yeah. yeah, that was my favorite class ever. Pastry <laughs> <laughs> arts, you just come in, you make some bread, you eat it, you leave. I didn't have that shit. We had a awesome. foods class. Yeah, I remember foods. It was good. Yeah, I liked foods. It just we didn't have pastry class, but. Yeah. So after I started like proud to lead the way in high school, that really like put it in perspective. Like, yeah, I can do engineering. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I like mm-hmm. hands-on stuff. Right. But then in a uh, community college, I didn't do too much advising. Like, I didn't go to my advisor at all. Uh-huh. Community college doesn't require it. Like uh, NIU does require it. You right. go to your advisor yeah. every semester. Yeah. Uh, it's not the most and helpful I, advising. And I had switched up advisors. I didn't have the same advisor. Yeah, that, that was that's yeah. confusing to me too. That yeah. happened. But, um, oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at COD, I didn't go to my advisor like at all. I'm like, ah, I'll just take I didn't the go classes for either. like applied, uh, was applied science. Yeah, just applied, applied science degree. Or, um, but associates Apl- applied science, associates AAS. Apply, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I just went for the general classes like you know botany. I went. That was my life science. Yeah, <laughs> I went to Crazy chemistry stuff. class. I went so you to didn't focus physics. on any engineering kind of nothing class. engineering okay, at yeah. all. It was wow. all just general. Did COD have that option though? Did they have this, this kind of class? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think about. I'm ECC. sure they do, I but I have no do. idea. Yeah. I don't. It's kind of Eric hidden. said uh, you had your EET. Yeah, we had an, right? an EET yeah. associates that was and an applied science. Specific. Very very specific because uh-huh. it's like all like the the for the classes there is all ELT like electronics were okay. the were the the three suffix you know mm-hmm. the designators for everything. So I did research on it to make sure I found it because I was kind of like oh, I wanted to do engin- like I knew I was going to do something engineering related because I just wanted to open doors. But I was like, I just started Googling things, you know, and I stumbled across it and I started reading, you know, I read like the program description and yeah. stuff. I'm like, oh, dang. That's like, I'm like, this like sounds, I'm like, like yeah, that. I'm like, this sounds like something I want to do because, you know, at my first stop was looking at like the transfer engineering degree, mm-hmm. whatever it was. And I was like, eh, it just felt hollow. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't have like, cause like, cause I had knew, known I would want, like I had wanted to work at least a little bit going into it. So my mm-hmm. goal was like, okay, maybe I can get the associate's degree, get a job, and figure out from there. Like, whatever, right? And, you know, just kind of patchwork my way through school because I knew I was going to have to pay for it myself. Yeah. Um, and so I, I was just like, damn, this sounds like a great, like, jumping-off point because, like, I could do two years, get the degree, see how I like it, and then, you know, get certificates if I wanted to because they have, like, mechatronics or stuff like that as, like, yeah, certificates yeah, um, built into it. And, you know, I had known I would want to do the full-on associates myself, too, like you did. But, you know, I, again, the the professors at Harper really were the ones that kind of shaped where I would go because I was I want to say it was around my second semester because I had asked him after class one day. I was like, hey, so what, I sh- what should I do? Like, I'm going to get my associates or should I get, like, a certificate and stuff like that? And he's like... Honestly, don't get more certificates than you need because you over specialize and you get niched too mm-hmm. quick from like an employer standpoint. I can see that. Yeah. And so he's like, and, and then he stopped me again and he's like, he's like, Eric, 
you need to get your bachelor's degree because you are an engineer. I was like, what? Yeah, I need that degree with it. Yeah. Well, because I, I, I was like, what is that? Because <laughs> like, we're not the real engineering people yeah, yeah. in that area. But uh-huh. he is from, he has a real engineering degree from, the head of the department has <clears throat> one from uh, Urbana-Champaign. Okay. And he worked for Motorola for many years. And nice. he's an executive and stuff like that. Nice. And so he's, you know, like 40 years of experience uh-huh. as a real-life engineer. And so Good. when he's when you have someone like that saying you're an engineer and you're, you know, you're better than these other people or whatever, like you should be doing, you like challenging yourself more than just yeah. getting a certificate. It's like, oh. <laughs> you should do it. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's like he, he knows what he's talking about by saying that and stuff like that. So it, it really, you know, I, I read an article actually earlier today where like one of the one of the podcasters I listen to, he's a physician and actually went to school as an Emmy, uh, told a story about how one of his teachers in and high school, no? no, 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 oh. just, just, ran, yeah, just okay. a podcaster. Yeah, yeah. And he, he went, he told a story about one of his old mentors from school who he was a math teacher and told him like, Hey, like you, the world, like you need to go to university and you know, the world needs someone like you, you know, would be missing out if you didn't continue to go mm-hmm. to school and have a university education, you know? And I was, it's, it was like, damn you know sometimes like people like stop you and like help you put your point yourself in the right direction kind of thing yeah. and, you know reading stories like that because like to me podcasting is like one of those things where you can have like mentors from afar because think that's huge mentors you, are huge yeah for people because like young kids especially and advisors and yeah advisors. well that's <laughs> the funny. underutilized yeah, yeah underutilized man well the one thing that was advisors. weird for me too is like because of my program was so small he didn't, he said, hey, guys, I know this program inside and out. I'm the head of the department. I can, you know, substitute anything I want because, like, you know, he has the ability to do that. Right. You know. He's the guy. He's the guy, exactly. And he just wants people to succeed. So he's going to make it work for you. As, you know, he's not going to keep you there longer than necessary. And so he's like, all right, man. He's like, from now on, like, after you're done with, like, your first semester, he's like, just come to me for your, like, every year what you need to take. I'll, I'll sign off of any su- nice. substitutions I need. It's like, don't worry about going to the real advisors, you know? And so that's what I'm doing because I had him as my, like, you know, inside guy, so to speak, because I was interested. And, you know, for me, going to the advisor, I had multiple times the advisor was like, wait, you work how much? You should might, like, you might want to, like, cut your hours and things like that. Like, you might want to only work 25 hours a week. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. Smiling (laughs) in my head. I'm like, yeah, huh? (laughs) So it's... That's nice. We were even told that our last semester, just this... Oh, yeah, to do senior design, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. senior design, they were telling us, well, not they, he. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't name it. Yeah. Just for yeah. So uh, <laughs> we, we were told to not work at all because it would in, uh, it would inhibit your learning, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think Which I get, there's a certain thing I understand, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't think know it goes. I would say that. I don't know. To me, like it goes back to you're going to, if if you really care, you're going to make it work. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, at the end of the day, if you're like that, then it doesn't matter. And yeah. you should work. What Eric said earlier is he works better under exactly. yeah, doing all these things at once. It has to be your that's personal That's honestly thing. the best way to do it. If you're just taking senior design and that's it, you're going to just not like anything. Yeah. You're not going to have a good time. You're going to be just waiting for it to be over, just dragging yeah. on and on. Yeah. And. But- Plus, it was like, kind of like you, you can only do so much in a given time, like a framework, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was what I would notice is like when I was like really in crunch time is like I've been at this for hours, like I could continue to work on it, but then it's like not gonna be productive anymore. Yeah. You know, it's just like all right, I, I've made as much headway as I could. Yeah, you gotta take some breaks on that. Yeah, like if you just ha- if like it's, you only had that to worry about, it's like you just burn yourself out in some to some yeah, degree. But, at least yeah. that's the way I thought of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, at least you give yourself some breaks and stuff like that to kind of just work through it better. 
So, yeah. Well, guys, it's, stuff. it's already been an hour and a half. <laughs> I'm ready for Koopa's Corner. Yeah. Or what is it? Koopa's. Koopa's Corner. Yeah. Yeah, you guys talked this place up like it's fantastic. It's, it's so good. good. These burgers I, it's are been massive. a while. It's been a while since so, I've been there, but we'll, we'll stay on the podcast. So yeah. there's a local burger place. It's a bar or it's a it's a metal bar restaurant. Yeah. And they sell specifically burgers that are all named after metal metal bands. And they do crazy burgers. Yeah, they have a burger of the month. And yeah, they, I want the Metallica. I already know. Yeah. Oh, you already looked it up? No. <laughs> oh, no? <laughs> I just thought of that right now, but I want it. Yeah, they it's have it. definitely a they have it. Burger. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, but yeah, craft craft beers and stuff like yeah. that. They have tons of beers it's on It's fucking tap. awesome. It's, I love that place. It's a place. And it's a great celebration beer. And, you know, I'm close enough that it makes it worth the trip yeah, for you guys to, close, yeah. to, to come out here. So I was like, hey, why don't we do that? Like, come come have a few beers. Yeah, a couple years. Yeah, I love that place. So... I think that's a great place to end this one, guys. All right, I enjoyed it. I, I'm so glad you guys came out here, you know, to just talk about yeah. experiences with school. Because I, I don't get to talk about it to many other people outside of my own friend group, so mm-hmm. it's pretty cool to get your own perspective yeah, on I it. I really hope that someone gets some perspective on, like, you know, everything we've gone through. Like, it's not necessary to go to a four-year college right out of high school if you don't even want to do. Like, mm-hmm. take your time. Right. Get your associates or whatever. Go to community college. It's pretty cool, actually. It's not that bad. No. 100%. As yeah. me being, I went to a four-year university for one year. Yeah, you did. You did totally, kind of did it a little backwards, right? Yeah, I totally would agree You didn't with that. seem yeah. to do so good at that one-year university. No, exactly. Because I, no, I, no, uh, I had no focus on anything. So it's like it didn't really mean anything for me. Right. Well, I think that's important, too. It's like to one of the things I always think about is being, being an 18-year-old and you, you go straight into a university right away. You literally have to think about something that is going to keep your interest for the next four years. Yeah. But then on top of that, it's going to hold your attention as a career for how many years plus that, yeah, right? it's hard to figure that out. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah. if I was 18 still and I was like, I hmm, what do I want to fucking do for the rest yeah, of my life? No that sounds like a yeah, fucking yeah. mind-boggling exactly, thing. Yeah. But for <laughs> some people, it's fine if you're if I mean, you if you know got something fi- exactly. If you got yeah. it figured out, no, more power to you. I agree, treated. it's something, but for not, it's not for everyone. And like my no. counselors in col- or high school were pushing me to go to four-year degree, right. too. It was never like, hey, you're good at working with your hands. Maybe you should do like, some kind of technical thing or something like that. It was never that. There's a stigma against go, that. Go to four-year right. college, do that. Yeah. It, that's what it was. It I was mean, like, those answer. guys who were in the construction group, like, in my high school that had, like, they would leave early yeah. and go, like, do their construction or the house-building projects. Yeah. Those guys got stigmatized. Exactly, yeah. And I, I just don't think that's... I don't think that's fair. should be, pr- yeah, promoted by counselors and, like, that kind of stuff, because I never yeah. was. Well, because those hands-on yeah. skills are really important. I, I, that's, like, part of what really is like, applied for me. It was the... Being able to, like, look at things, like, things in my car or something and be like, mm-hmm. oh, I know how to figure that out, right? You know, yeah, something yeah. something breaks and I'm like, oh, cool, I got it, you know? Like, no big deal. Right. <laughs> like, just being able to do simple things. Like, that was mm-hmm. one of the big things when I first started doing it. It was like, if I ever needed to, like, make a makeshift battery or something, could I do it? And I can. Like, it's kind of cool. That's, that's cool, yeah. It's a good skill to have. <laughs> yeah, you know? So Probably I never use that, but, yeah, it's a no, good skill to I mean, have. I, I, it's likelihood fun. of that's having fun it. fun to do no. that, even just to do it. It's you fun. have like a lot of lemons and no battery. Right. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. If, you, like, if I really, really had to do it, like I could figure <laughs> it out. But I'd much rather build a computer, which is like the behemoth over that there. That is a behemoth. <laughs> yeah. But, all right, guys. This is awesome. You guys right, are yeah. more Thanks than welcome to come on. on in the future, you I know, as things that. settle totally down. Cool. And yeah, that'd be great. You yeah. get, get on your career path and things like that. It'd be really I'm cool to just check on in and see what's going on. Hell yeah. I'm in. Sweet, guys. sure. I'll let you know when this goes live. Peace out, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> See ya. You just listened to an episode of Feeding Curiosity. 
Thank you all for listening and tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a like, subscribe, go check out the website over at feedingcuriosity.net and all the other things that we're doing there. And once again, thank you all for tuning in and we will see you in the next episode.